0: Hey Realtors, if you're listening to this right now, it means you're serious about your business. Remember, if you need a little help implementing any of the strategies you hear on this podcast, go to boarddigital.com and book a time to talk. Today on The Real Marketers Podcast, we're going to discuss filling the funnel to generate more leads and turn them into profit. We're going to discuss what a funnel is, why it works, and why you need to create your own. I'm Oliver Bohr, and this is The Real Marketers Podcast. So let's start with the basics. What is marketing? Marketing has become such a quote-unquote complicated industry. Professionals would love to have you believe that they're the only ones who could do it for you. And even if you agree with them, you still have to just keep your fingers crossed and hope for the best that they're as professional as they say they are. I like to think of it that it's actually quite simple in nature, and it's the same in theory as it's always been. Just the tools change sure people have become more informed customers and consumers so you have to work a little harder than you used to but it sort of frustrates me when people make blanket statements like billboards don't work anymore well sometimes they do work and sometimes they don't work so it's the same thing with your social media if you're creating an ad even if your targeting is great but if you as a realtor if your biggest selling point is that you'll offer any clients a free coffee if they meet with you you're probably not going to convert very well obviously Some tools are better equipped to generate results than others, but at the end of the day, your messaging is more important than anything else. That's what shines through. Sure, different tools can get the message in front of more people. Some tools are better at finding the right people than others, but at the end of the day, it's just people talking to people. And once we lose sight of that, that's when things become, quote unquote, complicated. So let's talk about the buyer's journey. What needs to happen for a lead to decide to work with somebody? So as realtors, there are two ways of getting leads. There's lead generation ads or or working with somebody that you trust. That could be a friend, a recommendation, et cetera. So with lead generation ads, any Tom, Dick, or Harry can create an ad that takes people down a journey and leave them wanting a little bit more, if only they leave their contact information. So this is a lead magnet which entices people to fill out a lead form. That's a very standard lead ad. I will give you this. Or you take someone down a road, I have this, I have this, I have this, and then you hold it from them and say, all you have to do is give me your contact information, and I'll give that to you. That's a lead generation ad. There's nothing wrong with that. I think this is incredibly valuable. And my last podcast discussed exactly this, where offering a list of exclusive homes will generate leads. And that is true. It will generate leads. But regardless of any lead generation ad campaign, let's just pretend that your client also has a very good friend who is a realtor, or even a good friend, not even a very good friend. Just have a good friend who's a realtor. That realtor friend is always going to have the upper hand over you. Why? Because they have something with this client that you just cannot compete with. Trust. This is why it's always more important to create relationships than to create leads. Honestly, it's a simple paradigm shift, but it makes all of the difference in the world. So let's talk a little bit about people's misconceptions about social media. Social media is probably the most misunderstood form of advertising. People either neglect it entirely or create for themselves a social media calendar, filling it with links and articles that nobody cares about. They know intuitively that social media is supposedly important in building one's business, and they're extremely committed to doing whatever is necessary to build their business. Those who simply don't have the time will outsource their social posting to social media agencies, freelance marketers, or their 14-year-old niece who has a 1,000 followers on TikTok. It seems like this is a concept that everybody is so bought into, yet when you look at engagement, sometimes nobody comments on a post. Sometimes a post receives just 10 likes, and that's it. You know it's supposed to work. You're just not sure why it's not. But think about why this niece of yours has those followers. It's not only because she posts consistently. It's because those followers like her. So they keep watching her content. It's that simple. Obviously, what I'm about to say does not apply to every business and realtor, but I find that even those who methodically post and respect the 80-20 or the 90-10 rule, still have so much to improve on. This 80-20 or 90-10 rule being that you spend 80% of the time talking about things that other people care about, providing value, and 20% of the time talking about things that you offer. And that's fine, but what we're talking about today goes so much deeper than just an 80-20 rule or a social media calendar or anything like that. This is about building a brand, developing long-term meaningful relationships that are sincerely mutually beneficial for both yourself and for your clients and taking your personal brand to new heights. So let's get into something which might seem random at first, but but I have a point, so just bear with me. Let's get into the difference between SEO and PPC. So it might seem a little bit random, But what is the main difference between SEO and PPC? As most people know, or maybe not, SEO requires patience. It's more of a long-term solution, whereas PPC generates results either virtually or literally overnight. It gets difficult when people become impatient and opt out of the long-term SEO solution, favoring PPC instead, only PPC instead. And I understand why they do, but they end up inserting themselves into a sort of rat race where they're growing their business but they're not building upon previous success. So they're building their business but they're not snowballing the snowballing their business. They are short-term lead gen they're short-term lead generation advertisements that even though they may require nurturing long-term, I would still classify them as a short-term solution. I want leads now and just like SEO there are long-term social media strategies designed to generate relationships, nurture them, and to be a top-of-mind realtor in your neighborhood. So again, we just we just mentioned two different types of social ads, lead generation ad or developing and generating and, and nurturing long-term relationships. So obviously, the latter is preferable. Sure, it requires patience and commitment to making this work, but I've seen time and time again that people are actually willing to be committed and to be patient. They are. They just lack strategy. I don't care how patient or committed someone is, if that person is driving with their eyes closed, they'll never get to their destination. And I'm going to give you that strategy so that you can open your eyes, you could take off the blindfold, and that you can drive with a little bit of direction. And this is the biggest faux pas that people have, is that they think it just requires patience. It doesn't just require patience. It, I mean, it requires patience, but it requires patience with strategy. Patience without strategy is foolish. So this is why scheduling social media posts into a calendar doesn't work. I think that the greatest misapprehension of social media is that if you post enough, if only you post enough, your business will start to generate results. On the contrary, I would actually argue that when people consistently post curated articles or pictures of their products that nobody cares about, the Facebook algorithm sees your lack of engagement and keeps your posts locked up and hidden away in the closet where nobody can ever find you. One post of plenty one post with plenty of engagement is far superior to two posts with little to no engagement. People enjoy stories. They will engage with stories. There's a time and a place for curated articles. Don't get me wrong, but that's not going to carry your business alone. I would actually go as far as to say that as a realtor, perhaps you shouldn't even post about real real estate at all. Now, obviously, I'm going to an extreme here but you'll have more success posting about your vacations and your family rather than posting about your real estate conference in Salt Lake City. Now ideally, there should be a balance of both, but if you're going to pick one, which you shouldn't, but if you were gonna pick one, post pictures about your family and your vacation. People care more about the person that they're working with. That's what they care about. So here's the first steps in filling this funnel. The most important thing to know, more important than your website, your business cards, and your Dolce & Gabbana Cologne is getting people to know you so that they can like you, so that they can trust you. And that's the funnel, you can't skip any of these steps. Your first step should be to create for yourself a Facebook public figure page. It should look as much like a personal profile page as possible so that people don't think that they're being sold to. Remember, as far as they're concerned, they're doing business with a person and not a business, and that's what it should actually be. You're going to create your own content because that's what differentiates you from your competition. And you're going to boost your post with minimal budgets to reach as many people as possible for little to no money. Well, not no money, but very little money. You can't advertise or see insights on your post on a profile page, and that's why it has to be a public figure page as opposed to a personal page. There's no need to fill out a description of what you are because on your profile page, there's no description. Again, this has to look as much like a personal profile page as possible. Managing your public figure page will involve responding to messages in your inbox to nurture those relationships, liking or commenting on any and all shared posts and you can see which posts of yours are shared by going into your notifications and then clicking on shares on the left side of the options list. It includes liking or loving positive comments, replying to positive comments with a thank you, hiding negative comments, blocking users that make consistent negative comments, It involves clicking on the number of likes and inviting anybody who's engaged with your post but haven't yet liked your page to like your page. And after you have created your Facebook public figure page, the rest is about building this funnel. So, what is a funnel? Good question. The buyer's journey consists of multiple steps, especially regarding big ticket items. People aren't just going to give their business to the first person who comes knocking, and nor should they, but I would even go a step farther. I would say, that they would rather give their business to somebody whose door they knocked on rather than to somebody who keeps knocking on their door. A funnel is essentially a method of generating what's called inbound leads, which are much more valuable both short-term and long-term than outbound leads. So an outbound lead is when you are pushing yourself to other people. That's why the engagement rate, for example, on the top of the Google search engine results page is far less on the ads than it is on organic posts. Organic posts are inbound. Somebody asks the question to Google, and then they get to decide which one of those selected answers they want to click on. The ads on the top are clearly someone trying to sell something, and so a a consumer is a lot less likely to purchase from a salesperson than a friend, and therefore they're less likely to click on one of those ads than on an ad that Google suggests to them. People trust Google, and because they trust Google, they trust the suggestions that Google pushes forward, not the ads on top, because they know that the ads on top are purchased. Another example of an outbound lead is a cold call, whereas an inbound lead calls you. So outbound is a cold call, inbound is when people call you. So not only are inbound leads actually easier to attain, it takes more work up front, but once you get the hang of it, they're actually easier to attain than outbound leads. But not only are they easier to to attain, but they're actually more likely to convert. The steps that a consumer takes in becoming an inbound lead is that they have to know you, like you, and then they can trust you. So there are many synonyms for this process, namely awareness, consideration, or conversion, or as I like to say, why, how, and what. Why do you do what you do? How do you do it? And what do you do? Most salespeople try to jump straight to the what. So of course consumers are distrustful. The funnel is a marriage. The what without the why or the how is a one night stand. So what do you actually do to build this funnel? It's actually a lot simpler than you might think. Once you can visualize a relationship with a client being broken down into why, how, and what, all you have to do is create content that relates to each one of those steps. So picture an actual funnel, that's literally what's happening here. So the top of the funnel is the easiest to get people in, and then you lead them down the funnel to the middle of it, and then you've got the bottom of the funnel, and then that's what, and then that they they become purchases or they become transactions. So how do you fill that funnel? You want to create for yourself a three by three grid of videos, each of which being one minute or less. So you'll have nine videos in total. A good way to create this is to literally map it out on a piece of paper or on your computer or your phone or whatever it is. So for my three why videos, I might create um, one of a childhood memory, one about my first job, and one being the story of why you became a real estate agent. Remember, at this stage, you're not selling. This step of the funnel is just so that people know you. Remember, know, like, and trust. So now you're just going to get people to know you. When you're creating these videos, don't video bumper. Don't, like, say your name or be like, so, um, I thought I would just make a video. Everybody knows you're making a video. You don't have to tell them that. They're watching your video, or at least they were before you started talking about that you were making a video. So to break this down even more, you could start by saying, when I was, dot, 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 get right to the story. Then once you've said the story, I believe, dot, 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 followed by I'm Oliver Bohr and I dot, dot, dot. So just so you could see this in action, this is what a why video for me would sound like or look like, obviously, because it's a video. When I was younger, my dad was a real estate agent. He had all the necessary skills to be an excellent agent. He was personable. He really cared. He was passionate and he was knowledgeable, but his real estate career never really took off. Why? Because it's so hard finding leads. Unbeknownst to my father, I would walk around the neighborhood at 12 years old knocking on every single door trying to generate some leads for him. I'm still that same kid working hard to generate leads. Only now, instead of knocking on doors, I'm building digital machines that guarantee a steady flow of leads essentially on demand. I know the pain of doing everything right, everything you're supposed to do. But at the end of the day, it feels like all you're doing is crossing your fingers while your inbox remains empty. I've seen it with my own eyes. I'm Oliver Bohr, founder and CEO of Board Digital. So if you're interested in a steady and predictable flow of leads for your real estate business, give me a call. I got you. So what I just did there is I told a story. And then after I told the story, I explained what I learned. And then after I did that, I said what I do. But the what I do is secondary. It's only a couple of seconds. You only need a few seconds for that. After I made that video, after you make your, your right video, you then boost your post. In your geographical area, for the minimum amount that Facebook allows for one week. So, in the U.S., for example, it's a dollar a day, but with Canadian currency, it's about ten dollars a week. You'll actually see that when you look inside of your Ads Manager, you're looking for your videos being watched at about two cents for each through play, which for ten bucks will equal to around five hundred people. Like that's a great conversion rate. And then if your if your ads being watched and you, you you've got it down to two cents. Maybe boost it again. Keep it going, right? Like get more people on top of that that funnel. Once you've done that and you've done it for all three why videos, you want to, now that they know you, now they have to like you. Right? Now that you've told them your why, now now you have to give them your how. So you have to do the same thing for your how videos. But instead of explaining a story, you're giving them insight or value because this is the next step for them to like you. They know you because they heard your story and now they like you because you've given them value. But just as a as a disclaimer, it's very important to retarget those who actually engaged in your first why video so that you're nurturing leads through that funnel who are already in your funnel as opposed to speaking to new people every time. You don't want to give a how video to an entirely new audience because the whole point of a funnel is the same people that are at the top of the funnel, you're trying to move those people to the middle of the funnel. So a, a, a good video of a how video for a good example rather sorry of a how video for a realtor would be let's say a review of the new donut shop that opened up in town so something like that where you're providing value so now after they know you now they like you so create three of those videos as well whatever that how video looks like just make sure you're providing value don't talk for a million years about hey i'm just going to make a video right now don't do that just provide the value to them and let your let your content speak for itself then and only then after you've taken them through the no And then the like, only then do you tell them about some of the advantages of working with you as opposed to other realtors. I close more homes, I get you a good price. But it's imperative not to skip straight to this step. Remember, the funnel is the marriage, the transaction is the one-night stand, right? You're looking for a marriage here, you're looking to nurture relationships long-term. So, what is this long-term benefit? So you might be thinking, I already get inbound leads from referrals, but remember, all that that is is another version of this same funnel. They like you and they trust you because they were in, because you were endorsed by someone that they knew. The best form of advertising is the endorsement of a, of a customer. That's the funnel. The funnel that we spoke about during this con, con, podcast sorry, is the same funnel as a word of mouth recommendation. We just discussed how to fill that funnel from nothing. That, that's the only difference right? So, so even if you don't have any any word of mouth uh, um, endorsements, even if, pe- even if you've never worked with anybody before, you can still start this from nothing. Create a why video so that people know you. Talk about a new coffee shop in the area so that people like you. And then you can keep on targeting the same audience to move them down a the funnel. Now talk about what do you do different than everybody else? Why are you much better than anybody else? Don't skip to that step because people don't care about that unless they know you and they like you. You can, fill, you can actually fill that funnel however you want though. But the idea is when people know you and they like you and they trust you, they come to you for help. And that's what's happening here. What's more enticing to someone looking to sell their home? A realtor who offers a free home evaluation, which honestly, you know as well as I do, they can get that anywhere. Everybody's offering a free home evaluation. Or a realtor who they know, like, and trust will protect their best interests and act as a professional as well as a friend. We are here trying to be that realtor that other realtors simply can't compete with. Like we spoke about earlier on, that example where you're a great realtor, and this client, possible client of yours, also has a friend who's a realtor. So you can't compete with that because they already trust their friend. So that's what we're trying to get. We're trying to get that X factor that other realtors simply don't have, that trust. So now let's get back to the first question. What's wrong with creating lead generation ads? The short answer is nothing. It's a fantastic short-term solution. But just like I always advise a company to run a PPC campaign, a pay-per-click campaign alongside an SEO campaign, I suggest realtors invest in their future instead of only thinking about the present. Think of, for example, Apple and Android. Now these are two powerhouses that do this really well. Everyone knows Apple and everyone knows Android, but half of the world likes and trusts Apple and the other half likes and trusts Android. Imagine if only one of these companies existed. They do it against each other, so it's actually really cool to see how it plays out. But the bottom line is people vehemently favor Apple and other people vehemently favor Android. The great opportunity for you as a realtor is not many realtors are actually doing this. And the ones that are building a funnel, the way that they see their funnel is just a drip email marketing campaign. And that's fine. That could be a part of it. But we're talking about so much more. We're talking about people genuinely seeing your face, you going out on the town, going into coffee shops, going into donut shops. You, you're you expressing, you're showing them, I know this area well. And they really feel like they know you, and then they like you, and then they can trust you. Yes, a drip email campaign is fine, it just doesn't have the same effect as a video. So I think the a, a lot of the reason that a lot of realtors don't do this is it's just quote-unquote too much work for a lot of realtors. So I would implore all listeners to demonstrate patience and build for the future, not just the present. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Real Marketers Podcast. I hope you found it valuable. Your success is my success, so I really want to see you grow. Please share this podcast to other realtors that you think would benefit from it. And if you want to take your business to another level, go to boarddigital.com and book a time to talk. Otherwise, I'll see you next time.